Hi, and welcome back to I'm a Happy Enchilada, and a big welcome to our newcomers, and thanks for checking us out. Now, before we get started today, I want to shamelessly plug an event where I'll be emceeing the music this weekend, March 12th and 13th, in Orange Beach, Alabama. It's the 48th Orange Beach Festival of Art at the Coastal Arts Center on beautiful Wolf Bay with over 100 artists on site. It's a beautiful venue filled with fine art, culinary art, live music, kids' art, and a great vibe. So if you're anywhere near there, be sure to come out for a memorable day or maybe two immersed in the arts and hope to see you there. Come by the stage and say howdy. I appreciate it. Now, let's get to our topic, shall we? It's rumination. And you might say, rumo what? It's not a well-known word even. Or a word most people could say they even know what it means. I thought at first glance it would be a boring topic for you guys, but after digging into it, I realized that rumination has been a part of probably everyone's life, and for many has caused a lot of worry, anxiety, and fear. It's something that most might be hesitant to admit to another human being, that they have experienced in the past, or that it is a part of their current lives. So let me give you an example of rumination. Ruminating thoughts are excessive and intrusive thoughts about negative experiences and feelings. A person with a history of trauma may be unable to stop thinking about the trauma For example, while a person with depression may persistently think negative, self-defeating thoughts, what exactly does it mean when a person is ruminating, you wonder? Well, rumination involves negative thought patterns that are immersive or repetitive. Many people slip into rumination when they are trying to process their emotions, but they become stuck in a negative pattern of replaying past hurts without moving towards solutions or feelings of resolution. Also, Rumination is sometimes referred to as a silent mental health problem because its impact is often underestimated. But it plays a big part in anything from obsessive-compulsive disorder, better known as OCD, to eating disorders. And the impact on mental health problems is huge. And rumination is one of the co-occurring symptoms found both in anxiety and depression. When people are depressed, the themes of rumination are typically about being inadequate or worthless. Oh man, I can really relate to all of this. You know, I suffered periodic bouts of depression that definitely centered around my feelings of my own inadequacy and worthlessness. I used to fake it around other people or go to a quiet place away from people as I worked through my thoughts and could finally bring myself back to somewhat normal. Fortunately, I worked commission sales most of my adult life and could drop out without anyone noticing. I would get up and get ready for the day and then leave home as if I was going to work and then go to my quiet place and come home at the end of the day. Now I know I was spending my time ruminating and it was really, really painful. Later on in life, I had a daughter to raise and send to college, made a vow to be a stay-at-home dad and put my daughter first always. So my productive time 
and opportunity to earn and plan was pretty much limited to when she was at school. I used that time wisely, but I still had deep concerns whether I could make it through my daughter's growing up years and four years at the university, continuing to give her everything she needed to become a successful adult and a happy and well-grounded person, and me not run out of money before she had that college degree in her hand. Whoa! There were too many nights when I awoke in the middle of the night and my mind went immediately to how I might not make it all the way. And then what would I do? My rumination reached its worst level during the 2008 financial crisis. I watched our portfolio plummet with no end in sight. Well, by the grace of God, we made it through, and today my daughter has that degree and a terrific career. I guess I could say the worry and lost sleep was unnecessary, but that's hindsight talking. It was a scary time, and I didn't dare share my feelings of helplessness with anyone. So I can say that rumination played a big part in my life for most of it. The one big thing I had in my life to pull me through and give me some peace was my faith in God. I knew he had our backs and would bring us through. Without knowing that, I might have just crumbled. Okay, now. Let's look at ways to get a grip on rumination before this episode gets too long. Here we go. Distract yourself. Finding a distraction can break your thought cycle. Question your thoughts. Readjust your life goals. Work on enhancing self-esteem and understand your triggers. Those are all good. Now, here's some more to consider. Decide what you are ruminating about. Examine your thinking process. Allow yourself time to ruminate. Use a journal. Write down pleasant thoughts. Talk about your worries with a trusted friend or relative. So give these a try and, you know, boil it down to a short list of the ideas that work best for you and use it over and over again to ultimately Get a grip on the rumination in your life, whether it's during the day or in the middle of the night. And be patient. This will take some time to turn around. I know you can do this and enjoy more peace in your daily life. And remember, change your thinking, change your life. Well, that's all I've got. So until next time, God bless and be a happy enchilada. Bye.